Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The following program is brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio. Begin to be poured out upon all men. <laughs> this is that spoken by the prophet Joel. This is that spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last days, I pour out my spirit, saith the Lord. Tell it like it is radio show. <coughs> that song, This Is That, is always the song we play to start out. <coughs> That's how you know you can that to get ready for the show. If you're listening here on the KDIX AM station, um, you're listening to, it's a it's not a Christian station. It's kind of like an oldies rock and roll sports station. And so when you start hearing that song, This Is That, spoken by the prophet Joel, that's when you gather all the kids around and say, Pastor Bob is on the air. Good to have you with us tonight. We are broadcasting live this October 9th, 2022. We've got people texting me already, telling me they're listening. That's good. And uh, we've got some people that listen all the time. They're they're already on board. You can text me tonight, 701-290-7862, 701-290-7862. We've got, let's see, who do we got listening so far? I think Brother... Griffith out of Great Falls won the award for the first text. We've got Brother Johnson, number two. Um, and always saying nice things. Brother Jones is number three. Wow, three ministers. Boom, boom, boom. 
Brother Paul Luna in Wapaton is listening, and he is excited because he's going to get to come to Dickinson on November 6th, so about a month from now. Um, the uh, that That's going to be awesome. And so we're excited about the Luna's coming out. Uh, we've got, let's see, who else is texting me? Sister Yvonne and Marin are listening down in Bowman. Good to have them listening. Uh, Sister Bretz is listening up in Kildare. Tim listening in North Carolina. So we are glad, um, you know, the uh, we're hoping that, uh, oh, we've got the Stoners listening tonight. Good to have them listening and with her mom, Jean. So that's good. I'm glad they're listening. Zach and Leah listening out in Fargo. Boy, ding, ding, ding. My phone is not on silent. I better turn that on here. So we've got people listening. You can text me tonight, 701-290-7862. 701-290-7862. We've got uh, Abe, Cassidy, Oren, and Sierra are listening tonight. All right. Good to have you. I better uh, you keep texting me, 701-290-7862. Got a program that um, just kind of felt just a little before I got on the air, just kind of felt to go this direction. It isn't really anything I spoke about today anywhere. We had a special speaker, Brother Terry Wilson, is a, a missionary to uh, Ecuador. They're, they were there presenting their mission, their their plans to us in our church, preaching, and uh, that was good to have them. And then we went to the county jail. Uh, Kyle and I, Kyle's a young man from our church that goes to the jail, used to be at the jail, and now he's going back to take the good news up there and so we got up there and i was able to preach up there a little bit maybe tonight i could title this uh why we go to the jail maybe that that would be a good title or how about people can change let's try that one you know uh, let me start here in second corinthians 15 or second corinthians 5 17 through 21 therefore if any man be in christ he is a new creature Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And all things are of God, who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation. To wit, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God did beseech you by us, you, we pray you in Christ's dead, be ye reconciled to God. For he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. I want to just kind of go over these verses tonight on our program. Uh, first of all, it says that, um, that we are ambassadors for Christ. We're bringing the good news, the gospel. Uh, this is one of the ways I do it. That we all should be involved. Everybody that names the name of Christ should be. That's our mission: is to bring the gospel to others. Um, I come on the radio. I'm I'm hoping to reach people uh, driving around Dickinson, listening to the radios in their bathtubs or wherever they're at. I had a guy tell me one time. He said I was in the bathtub with the radio on. He said I didn't want to listen to you, but I couldn't get out of the tub to shut the radio off. He said, and I listened for a while, and I kind of liked it. <laughs> and so maybe he's listening tonight. But So we're ambassadors for Christ, to tell the good news, to bring the message. And tonight I want to talk about what that message is. In my text is 2 Corinthians 5, 17 through 21, that number one, that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself. Uh, it's important that we understand who Jesus was when he walked this earth. Uh, Jesus wasn't just a man. Jesus wasn't just uh, a prophet. Jesus wasn't a second person in a Godhead, but Jesus was God manifest in the flesh. God made known as a man. And so when the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, when it says that, 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 we, that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself, that's God the Father. God the Father was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. This is how God made a way for us to be saved. He made a way for us to be forgiven. In 1 Timothy 3.16, And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God 
was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up into glory. So God was manifest in the flesh. God was in Christ, reconciling the world. God came into this world in in the flesh. He he was he was both God and flesh in Jesus Christ. The spirit that was in Jesus was God the Father. He had flesh just like a human being. That flesh died on the cross. But God himself came up with a plan to save us. That's the good news. It wasn't that that he just overlooked sin, but he took the punishment for sin. That's what our preacher um our, our that's what our preacher today, Brother Wilson, was talking about. Let me read Romans chapter 3, verses 24 through 26 out of the Living Bible. It says, Yet now God declares us not guilty of offending him if we trust in Jesus Christ, who in his kindness freely takes away our sins. For God sent Christ Jesus to take the punishment for our sins and to end all God's anger against us. He used Christ's blood and our faith as the means of saving us from his wrath. In this way, he was being entirely fair, even though he did he did not punish those who sinned in former times. For he was looking forward to the time when Christ would come and take away those sins. And, and now, in these days, also he can receive sinners in the same way because Jesus took away our, their sins. But isn't this unfair to God let, to, for God to let criminals go free and say that they are innocent? No. For he does it on the basis of their trust in Jesus, who took away their sins. So God was in Christ, bringing the world back to peace with God, reconciling the world to himself. 1 John 4 and 9 in the Living Bible says, God showed how much he loved us by sending his only Son into this wicked world to bring us to eternal life through his death. In this act, we see what real love is. It is not our love for God, but his love for us when he sent his son to satisfy God's anger against our sins. I like that. To satisfy God's anger against our sins. Yes, God loves us, but God is angry at sin. And so he came up with a plan to reconcile the world to himself. This is only the first point of what I'm going to make today, but it's not my, my... I'm going to talk about why do we go to the jail? Why, why do we go up there and hang out with those people? Text me tonight, 701-290-7862. We've got Alicia, Sierra, and Liberty listening in Neurotic, which we learned how to spell last week. Uh, I like this song here. I really do. I like singing it. I'm going to let the people that wrote it sing it tonight. Standing there with your list of regrets That you can't get past yourself so bad that you can make the mark, but your dreams are stuck on a shelf. And all you wanna do is turn back time and redeem the days you lost. But shame keeps calling out your name, and the chains refuse to fall. But it's not over. It's not over. This is a moment Grace walks in With arms wide open Arms wide open To tell you this is not the end When doubt is strong And your will is weak To even babe again That's when grace That's when grace Walks in Believe that you could change the world with a fire deep 
in your soul Your faith was strong and the call was clear I'm sure you can make a new road Like so many the flame grew dark Confidence hit the wall There always seems to be a lot of big questions The answer seems so Pastor Bob, to tell it like it is, show, and we're talking about how God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. That's point one. Point two tonight is that we can become new creatures in Christ. People can change. Verse 17 of our text in 2 Corinthians 5 says, Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are are become new. People can change. That's why we go to the jail. People can change. They People can have the initial experience of salvation and can change. People can change after they have that. I'm not a reformed drug addict, Pastor Bob. I'm a new man, according to my text tonight. There's a difference between trying to change and really changing. I realize there are consequences to sins. I realize that we have to pay our dues. But God can make it new, and he can start, and we can start all over again. That's just the way God is. I may say this several times tonight, but the day that I stop believing that is the day that I'll quit preaching, the day that I'll stop being on the radio The day that I don't believe that people can change, I won't be going to the jail anymore. I won't be a pastor anymore. There'd be no point in it. If it's just the ones that are good that will stay good and the ones that are evil will stay evil, there's no point in what I'm doing. There's a lot of Bible that people can change. Ezekiel 36, 26 Uh, This is talking about, certainly about conversion, salvation, but it says, A new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you, and I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes, and you shall keep my judgments and do them. These These are promises in Ezekiel about a day coming when God is going to give us power 
to serve him, and actually we will want to keep his commandments and his statutes. We will want to do what is right. You know, Jesus was certainly talking about this same thing in John 3 when he said to Nicodemus, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. He later said, being born of the water and of the Spirit. And so this is this is certainly part of the spiritual awakening, the true spiritual change. Um, you know, years ago, I was so troubled. There was a man that was attending our Bismarck Church. I was a brand-new convert. We were talking about a man that had just got out of prison that was whose wife attended our church. And this man said something that shocked me. I, for, I have forgot I forget so many things, but I'll never forget what he said. He said, once a con, always a con. And there was something inside of me that just revolted against that comment. That's ridiculous, according to Scripture. People can change. Like I said earlier, I I believe that. The day I stop believing that, I'm done ministering. I'll just become a millionaire in my business. <laughs> the day that I, I don't believe that I will change the name of the church from New Life Pentecostal Church to, um, you know, there's no hope Pentecostal Church. You know, they're, they're, people can give up on you. Satan's already given up on you. He doesn't believe any of us can change. He really, he really, I, I'm, I feel like the Lord showed me that in the scripture here a while back that Satan actually believes that we're all hypocrites. He doesn't believe any of us are sincere. He believed Job was a hypocrite. He told God, he said, only, he only fears you because of what he gets. That's all. Satan believed that. He, he wasn't lying to God. He's a liar, but he wasn't lying. He, he believes, he believes we're all just hopeless, helpless, you know, dogs that are going to return to our vomit and pigs that are going to return to the pig pen. That's what Satan believes. I don't believe that. That's why we go to the jail. That's why we go up there. That We go there because not everybody there, but many of the people that are incarcerated are there and it's because society doesn't know what to do with them because they've been living the life of a loser. And finally, we lock them up because either they're dangerous to somebody else, to themselves, or they're just, you know, bad addicts. And so we just put them there because we don't know what else to do with them. And there is a hopelessness that happens to those that work in the system because they see the same people coming back over and over and over again, and they say, they may not say this, but in their mind, they say these people cannot change. Now, the in John chapter 15, Jesus said in verse 4, Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear forth fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine, no more can you except you abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. So true change of character, true change is a spiritual event. I agree. I I believe that. That's why, you know, the modern psychological psychology of predeterminism, they don't believe we can change. They believe we're just wired this way. They think we're a, a, um, a computer that's been wired through genetics, through billions of years of evolution. That's what they think. I don't believe that. And they believe that even if you act better, you still want to do evil. But Jesus wasn't saying that. He said, if you tie into me, you'll bring forth much fruit. So, You know, in our text, it said, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. So how do you be in Christ? Well, initially, you've got to repent of your sins, be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. That's water baptism. That's immersion. Once you repent, so babies can't repent, so you've got to be a little older to truly be baptized the Bible way. 
and then you can receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. <coughs> and the Bible says that the initial evidence in the book of Acts was they spoke with other tongues as the Spirit gave them the utterance. This is the new birth. This is being born of the water and of the Spirit. It starts with it starts with repentance. And I try to mention that on every radio show because it's important that you know how to initially get right with God. And and I'm not minimizing that tonight at all. I'm 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 very strongly advocating that you do that. But staying tied into Jesus is just as important. And so that's why sometimes people that have made a start with God start to veer off, go the wrong direction, and start not living the way they're supposed to. So after we've started with Christ, if we turn away and we start down the wrong road, we can still change. And and I you know, I know there are a lot of Pentecostals that listen to this program on the internet. I know that they text me, they reach out to me. But I'm going to tell you that if you've failed God and if everybody in your life says that you are a loser and you even think God thinks you are, I'm going to tell you this program's for you tonight also. The reason that we go to the jail is the same reason that I don't write anybody off. If you turn around, you can start winning again with God. You know, after we've started with Jesus, we can still change. People can truly change. The same grace that God offers us is the same grace we need to offer other people and believe in them. You know, this is is why it's important that we never write anybody off. Because the day we do, shame, shame, shame on us. There was a man preaching at our church today who had a son that's never lived for God. He was a pastor's son. He uh, he never lived for God. He was he was a little boy, grew up in the Pentecostal church. He told me even when he was at 14 years old, he was just not right with God. And he's lived a life of disaster, of losing. Uh, I, I'm sure that many people in his life, in his family probably even, gave up hope on him that he would ever ever change. Shame on us if we ever give up hope on anybody. Shame on us. Because Greg now is back in the church and is a is a uh, is, brings life to the church that he goes to in Fargo. He he he's a, he's a uh, he's a unique guy and uh, a lot of fun to be around. And I'm just telling you that we can't give up on anybody. People can change. You know, this this uh, this is why we go to the jail. There are people that I've met in my life. There was a lady one time, I mean, you talk about a nasty attitude. She was attending the Pentecostal church that I pastored, and she uh, she said, she came up to me and she said something like this, and I, I I don't know if I can recreate the attitude on radio, but she said something like this. So how many of those people in jail really change? And I looked at her and I said, it's probably the same percentage of people that aren't in jail. You know, you, you've got to want to change. God's not going to just change you. But wherever you're at, if you have a desire to do what's right, God will change you. This is the Tell It Like It Is radio show. Is this simple or what? Text me, 701-290-7862. I'm interested in what you think about this. Maybe you think you've committed the unpardonable sin, or maybe you think somebody else has. Well, I just saw somebody 
a few weeks ago that they told me was refilled with the Holy Ghost. And if anybody was messed up, up he On a road that felt like freedom, a rebel headed anywhere but home. Adam's fall, repeated in a moment, a captive at the edge of Eden's door. Pastor Bob, the Tell It Like It Is show, we are excited about my topic tonight. I really am. I am. That God made a plan to save us, and he can save anybody, and anybody can change. Uh, just giving a shout-out, people are texting me tonight. Let's see, we've got Miranda in New England. We've got Brother Fuller up in the, um, He's living, he lives on the lake. Is he living the dream or what? We've got the uh, Matherns, the Miles Matherns listening to us. Uh, we've got Lori and Southheart listening. Uh, I, I, trying to keep up with everybody texting me. I'm probably missing some people, but glad everybody that is letting me know. Oh, the Burlings are listening. Okay, down in Wishik, they're listening tonight. Burlings are good people, and we are related now because their granddaughter married my grandson, so we're related. So when he dies, I get his inheritance, I think, or some of it. We're talking about. God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself and that we are now new creatures in Christ and so we can change. Everybody is a candidate for change. Everybody is welcome 
at the New Life Pentecostal Church in Dickinson. And I don't care who you are, I mean that with all my heart. There again, the day I quit meaning that with all my heart, I am going to resign as the pastor. And that sounds dramatic, but that's the truth. The day that I become cynical, the day that I stop believing that people can change, the day, um, you know, I mean, I've had, even as a pastor over the years, I've had people mad at me, be mean to me, say bad things about me, and those people have come back to still live for God. (laughs) And who am I to say that they can't change just because they maybe hurt my little feelings? I love Ezekiel 33. I love it. You ought to love Ezekiel 33. Ezekiel 33, uh, verse 11, says this, Say unto them, As I live, saith the Lord. That's quite a statement the Lord's saying there. As I live, saith the Lord. In other words, because, you know, as much, because I exist, I'm going to tell you something. He said, I, the Lord God said, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked but that the wicked would turn from his way and live. Turn ye, turn ye from your evil ways, for why will you die, O house of Israel? But it goes on, and it even gets better yet. You know, in verse 14, I, I love this. It says, again, when I say unto the wicked, thou shalt surely die, if he turn from his sin and do that which is lawful and right, if the wicked restore the pledge, give again that he had robbed, Walk in the statutes of life without committing iniquity. He shall surely live, and he shall not die. None of his sins that he hath committed, none of his sins that he hath committed shall be mentioned unto him. He hath done that which is lawful and right. He shall surely live. Yet the people of thy children say, The way of the Lord is not equal. But as for them, their way is not equal. People are saying, and they're saying it today, it's not fair that God can just, if somebody that's wicked turns away from their wickedness, that God can just forget about it, and he's asking us to do the same. That's not fair. God says it is fair. I'm going to tell you, there are things about God that are very hard to understand. There are things in the Bible that are very hard to understand. One of the most, one of the hardest things to understand is when God pronounces judgment and then he changes his mind it's happened several times in the bible um god changes his mind and my and you could study this out maybe you can find an exception to what i'm going to say next but only when it comes to mercy does god ever change his mind when the wicked in Ezekiel, when this wicked man turns around, not only says he's sorry to God, but he starts to prove that he's sorry by giving back things that he robbed, uh, restoring the pledges that he's made, doing what is lawful and right, walking in the statues of life, doesn't commit iniquity anymore. God said, I'm not going to remember, and I don't want you to remember, the evil. Wow. New creature in Christ. Do you believe that? Do you really believe that? I believe it. I'm thank, I thank God for it. You know, I had a relative one time that, um, this is during my first, my, my conversion way back when I first came to Jesus. <clears throat> one of my relatives said, well, Bob was on drugs the last time, I wonder what he's into this time. I wonder what he'll be doing tomorrow. He's got, he was drugs, now he's Jesus, and what's next? Well, that's been 44 years ago. I guess there hasn't been anything next. I mean, I found this and I love it. You know, they're, they're you know, we have to as God's children, believe that people can change. That we're we're leaving room at the table. You know, in Dickinson right now, there are all kinds of backsliders that have walked away from God. All kinds of them. Wandering around. Some of them have moved out of town, but there's a bunch of them here. 
When, when I go on the radio, I hope some backsliders listen to me. I don't know. They probably won't text me. But I would hope they would listen to me. And, and tonight, what I want to tell you is, I believe in you. I haven't given up on you. God hasn't given up on you. God's people, his true people, haven't given up on you. We're not hoping that you die in your sins. You know, I mean, that's that's what God was saying in the book of Ezekiel. He said, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked. What gives God pleasure is that the wicked would turn from their way and live. That's what gives God pleasure. And so when we quit believing that people can change, shame on us. You will never be more like God than when you believe and hope that others will change. And we will never be more like Satan when we believe that they can't or that they won't. That's kind of harsh, isn't it? That, like I said earlier, I probably this is number three now, but the day I quit believing that people can change, shame on me. That's the day I'm going to start stop preaching. Because that is the hope that we hold out for people. Now, here again, we can't make people change, but that's the hope that we hold out. That's why we put into practice in Galatians chapter 6, verses 1 and 2. Uh, NLT version says, Dear brothers and sisters, if another believer is overcome by some sin, you who are godly should gently and humbly help that person back onto the right path. And be careful not to fall into the same temptation yourself. The golden rule, I know, I think I talked about this on the radio a while back, but the golden rule applies in this area. We should keep believing for mercy for others because what if, we, if, what if it was us? <clears throat> what if we did something stupid and walked away from God? What if Pastor Bob did something stupid and walked away from God? You know, Brother Jones, would you still want me to be back? Brother Johnson, would you still believe in me that I could change? I'm not planning on it. I'm not advocating it. I'm not saying it's a good thing to ruin your testimony. Of course not. But the day that we quit believing that others can change, that's the day that we're losing the heart of God. You know, that's that's the day that, you know, I don't know, you know, I there are, there are people that have walked away from God that are on my prayer list that I'm believing that will come back. And we're going to be like the, we're going to be like the father that killed the fatted calf. You know, I was talking to Sister Wilson, this, this missionary's wife, this morning about her son that was just away from God all these years, 40, you know, maybe never never got it, but he's got it now. And they are just rejoicing. Everybody is. That's the way God's people act. We are thankful that people can change. And it doesn't matter if you're in prison. It doesn't make any difference if you've wrecked a bunch of stuff. We still believe you can change. You know, that's why in 2 Timothy, these are some of my favorite verses, chapter 2, verse 24, the servant of the Lord must not strive, but be gentle unto all men, apt to teach, patient. Now, have I ever been mad at people that have walked away from God? Have I ever been mad at people that have messed up? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But there's a there's somebody right now, he hasn't been to our church for a long, long time, and I was really mad at him. But just lately, he's been on my prayer list for years, and just lately I've been praying for him. And I'm thinking, I need to go see him, and I don't need to go preach to him. I just need to go see him and be a friend. Because the Bible said that we should be patient and gentle apt to teach, in meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves, if God peradventure will give them repentance, 
to the acknowledging of the truth. And that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil who are taken captive by him at his will. That's why we go to the jail. That's why we reach out to people that have messed up spiritually. Now that doesn't mean that, that we're going to you know, let them drag us down. You've, you've got to be careful how you fellowship with the backsliders. Yeah, absolutely. You've, you've got to be careful. You can't partake in their sins hoping you're going to reach them. Of course not. Oh, let me play a little part of a song here. I've got, I've got some songs. I should play my guitar tonight here. Let's see. Maybe I will. Hang in there. Pastor Bob, tell it like it is. Show 17 minutes left. Something like that. Such a pretty picture, soften it up and make it light. They don't paint the cross of scripture, they just can't seem to get it back. There he hung in agony, giving himself for you and me. On a cross, alone he died, shedding blood, the Shedding blood, the crucified And the blood was spared, the pain was real I can't imagine how it must feel To be nailed to a cross, such an unfair deal Blood was spared, and the pain was real Blood was spared, and the pain was real show getting a lot of good texts uh, just good questions um yeah the, you know let me just say this about change uh, just because you tell people you've changed doesn't mean you really did change you've got to prove that you've changed 
And certainly there's nothing wrong, or there's, certainly we shouldn't be too upset if people are uh, waiting to see the change. You know, just because we say we've changed doesn't mean that we have changed. So, you know, it's kind of like the Missouri, Missouri, the slogan is the show me state. You know, let's uh, let's not disbelieve that people can change, but but if we have burned bridges in our life, we need to also have patience with people to realize that it might take people a while to believe that we truly have changed. So, you know, that, that's good stuff. Uh, the... Um, Brother Johnson's texting me a lot of good stuff here also tonight. Just um, that scripture in Isaiah is really beautiful. You know, a bruised reed shall he not break, and the smoking flax shall he not quench. You know, in other words, God, you start working towards change with God, and he's going to not just cut you off, but he's going to help you. Yeah, good stuff tonight. You know, and my point here again is, you know, I'm, I'm certainly, it's not your normal tell it like it is radio show tonight but because I, a lot of times i'm talking about you know hey you know this isn't just about religion this isn't about saying yeah i've really changed on the inside uh, no when you change people know you changed you know like you're not using drugs anymore you're not cursing anymore uh, you're not lying anymore you know th- these you've changed and that's what i believe in I don't believe in this fake stuff, you know, this, and I don't believe that, that you really should get that angry. You know, if you've lived like the devil for 30 years and this is your first day in living right, don't get angry that people may not believe you. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, just, you're going to have to be patient. Certainly. Oh boy. You know, I'm, I'm not really running out of time, but cause I've kind of got the program done, but here again, let's, Let's believe in people. You know, 1 Corinthians 13, that chapter on love, you know, these are some hard verses, but 1 Corinthians 13, 7, love beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. That's why we go to the jail. That's why everybody's invited to the New Life Pentecostal Church. That's why if you think you're so bad that you can't come, we're going to say, come anyway. Because we're believing that you're not going to stay the same. We're believing that you can change. You know, and, and that's why we don't rejoice when somebody falls. You know, we don't, oh, just like I thought. You know, yeah, 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 you know, they were just faking it. No, that's not right. That sounds a little more like Satan, doesn't it? Revelation 12 and 10 calls him the accuser of the brethren. And he accused us before God day and night. Oh, God, they didn't change. Oh, that Pastor Bob, yeah, he he's trying to keep it in control, but he's still just as wicked as he was when he was 20. See, that's the accuser of the brethren saying that. You know, 1 Peter 5, 8, says, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. That word adversary in Greek means he's an opponent. Especially, it's, it's especially found like in court situations. Um, he's, he's like, our, he's like a, um, our arch enemy, an opponent. He's an he's a adversary. And then the devil, Diablos in Greek, uh, he's... he's um, you know, false accuser, slanderer, the devil. Isn't that something? The devil is a false accuser. He's a slanderer. He likes, that's why, that's why we got to get gossip out of our, if you don't have something good to say about somebody, quit talking. Stop talking. There again, that's, that's what Satan does. He gossips, talks, slanders, accuses. One of the main ways that Satan devours people is through temptation, then failure, and then the accusations start. There are people in Dickinson right now that would like to come back to God, but they're convinced that they can't, that they'll fail again. I tried before and it didn't work. Why should I try again? I'm I'm reaching for you tonight. I'm reaching for you. 
we believe that you can change. <clears throat> Don't lay down in the mud and stay there. Get up. Get going. If you run into a few people that still don't believe you can, just keep going. Prove them wrong. Show them. They'll believe it eventually. You know, I mentioned earlier how in Job, how Satan, in Job chapter 1, then Satan answered the Lord and said, Doth Job fear God for naught? Hast thou not made a hedge about him? You know, in other words, Job doesn't love you. This is a business deal with Job, God. He's just pretending to love and fear you because of what he can get out of the deal. Satan was wrong. That's why God wanted to prove it to him. Satan was wrong. Job feared God just because Job feared God, not because of what he had. You know, I don't know. You know, Zechariah, let me let me read this out of the uh, today's Living Bible. Uh, Zechariah, uh, chapter 3, it's talking about somebody named Joshua, of course, Jesus. But um, Zechariah 3, 1, Then the angel showed me in my vision, Joshua the high priest, standing before the angel of the Lord. And Satan was there too at the angel's right hand, accusing Joshua of many things. And the Lord said to Satan, I reject your accusations. Satan, yes, I, the Lord, for I have decided to be merciful to Jerusalem. I rebuke you. I have decreed mercy to Joshua and his nation. They are like a burning stick pulled out of the fire. That might remind you of the book of Jude. God loves mercy. If you want to be like God, love mercy. Well, Pastor Bob, the Tell It Like It Is show, I didn't finish my notes tonight. I didn't, but um, I, I think you got the point. God, Jesus came into the world to reconcile the world to himself, and we can become new creatures in Christ. Anybody can. Nobody's so bad that they can't. Nobody's so good that they don't need to. Come and see us this week, Tuesday night in Beach, at the Beach Community, or no, at the Beach Church, House of Prayer Church in Beach. I preached there last Tuesday. I enjoyed that. I love those people out there. Their pastor was gone, and I got to speak out there. Um, Tuesday night, 7.30, Sunday mornings at 10. Wednesday night in Dickinson at 7.30. I believe I'm preaching. I tried to find, a, I tried to, I'm not going to say who, but there was a preacher I was seeking after to come and speak on Wednesday night, but I haven't heard back, so I'm preaching. I've got something to preach. It's not that. Kind of got something mulling around in my head. Uh, Wednesday night also in Bowman at 7.30, 18 North Main, Bowman. Beulah, we have a church. Wednesday night, Sunday mornings. Uh, Sunday morning in Dickinson, Sunday school at 10, worship service at 11. And so... um, Friday mornings, there's a men's Bible study at 6. You know, my wife is going to kidnap me and take me to South Dakota, so I'm not going to be there on Friday morning. It doesn't sound, if anybody's listening, that's going to be there. I'll announce that on Wednesday. Thank God people can change. Um, I don't just say it. I believe it. I really do believe it. And um, I just, just like Brother Johnson texted me, I suppose I believe it because I changed. And uh, and so, if I can change, you can change. The Apostle Paul changed. You know, there's just so there's so much in the Scripture. Just, I mean, can you have believed that the Apostle Paul, who said he was the chief of the sinners, you know, the chief sinner, he changed and became the great Apostle Paul. So, if he can change, I can change. New lives for old Warm hearts for cold I got a deal for you today Come on, step right this way Get your 
new lives for old new lives for old warm hearts for cold have I got a deal for you today come on step right this way get your new lives for old I got new life flowing in my veins I got new life flowing in my veins I've been washed in his blood been baptized in his name I've got new life flowing in my veins I got new life flowing in my veins I got new life flowing in my veins I've been washed in his blood been baptized in his name I've got new life flowing in my veins and Lord Jesus tonight God, I pray that those that are listening uh, will realize that you loved us so much, that you made a plan to save us, that you can save anybody. God, help the anybody's to believe it and help the rest of us to believe it too. God, help us to never look down and say there's a lost cause because you specialize in those. We're thankful to you for that. We just pray in the name of Jesus. Hope I gave you some hope tonight. Hope I gave you some hope for your loved ones, your backslidden children, maybe your marriage problems possibly. I, I, I'm i just going to tell you, um, marriages fall apart because people think it's always going to be like this. My spouse can never change. I'm telling you that they can. God bless. And um, next week, Sunday night, 806 Mountain. Another tell it like it is. Where would I be without you stepping to the bow of my boat? Speaking to the wind and waves, peace be still. Gratitude is overtaking all my thoughts of despair. And the emptiness that once was, Lord, is now a place you fill. And I'm thankful for the faith you placed in me. That you are almighty Because when I'm weak Then I am made strong I'm thankful for the blood you shed for me When you died on Calvary Cause when I'm baptized It removes all my wrong I'm thankful I'm thankful When salvation was so near So at those times you don't feel like lifting your voice Remember that Jesus has purchased your choice The praises you offer can set captives free Because where Jesus is there will be liberty But if we do not praise you
me from standing here amazed and in awe of your kindness and compassion where you delivered me from sin and the emptiness within from the immorality nothing else could set me free all the drugs that had me bound so depressed i thought i'd drown all the lies of rock and roll could never heal my wounded soul but you filled me with your spirit and i spoke with other tongues you gave me how to be a witness and the power to overcome now you've given me a new life because i've been born again of the water and the spirit so that i can enter in into the holiest of holies cause that's where you Now the covenant is broken with eternal death and hell so if we do not praise you the rocks will cry out and we all so much more so we'll stand up and shout somebody stand up and shout that I'm thankful for the sunshine and I'm And I'm thankful for your grace I'm thankful for the smile that you've put upon my face And the least of all your mercies I'm not worthy of today So I lift my voice toward heaven So that you can hear me say Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The preceding program was brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio.